What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode. 326. We got a special deal for you guys. Super Bowl week is here. I know you guys are going to be enjoying the game, getting some good eats, having some beverages of whatever type you guys want. But we want you guys to save money on MojoBreakShop.com. Get $20 off of any order over $100. So that's, you know, get a box, $100. Bucks, get the box for $80. Use code, code SUPER20. Also, if you're more into breaks, we have an epic one going down this Friday. Spots are already moving. Full case of 2017 contenders. Full case of 2022 contenders. 2017 contenders, 30 grand case. So, shot at Patrick Mahomes. Probably won't even find a case out there in the wild anymore. So, what we're doing to make it fair is we're going to do a re-random after every two boxes. So, every box of... Uh, we do one box of contenders, one 17, and one box of 22 contenders, and then we re-random. So you have 12 chances at getting the Chiefs. We also have an awesome skunk prize that if you get the least amount of autos in the entire break, which there'll be 120 autos, you'll get a Brock Purdy contenders optic. It's like a $1,500 card, so that covers your buy-in and, and, then, and then some. We also have more skunk prizes, early bird buy-ins. If you buy in early, there's still a few spots to get. You get a chance at a free spot in the same break. Buy a spot, you can get a second spot for free if you're one of the early birds and you win the uh, draw at the beginning. So check that out. Me and C-Rad will be live doing that on Friday. Should be fun. I mean, we've pulled Patrick Mahomes contenders back in rookie year, but we haven't pulled one in a while. So I think we're due. Yeah, I think we haven't pulled one in a while, and we haven't done it in a while. And the thing I I kept saying about uh, to people on the stream, too, is that – he wasn't the more one of the more sought after rookies that year. So like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, when, when you Trubisky. When, yeah, when you open up any of any product of any year, they usually have more of the guys that are not as sought after, and then less of the guys that are like number one picks. Yep. You know, top quarterbacks that were taken. So like you will, like you will see less Deshaun Watson. You will see less Mitchell Trubisky. But Patrick Mahomes being a guy that people weren't even chasing, I feel like you almost have a better chance of uh, pulling yep. him. And you know we've. You know, if you buy a box, you don't know if you're buying a box if somebody already hit a Patrick Mahomes from that case. This way, we're doing it as a full case, uh, sealed, case. sealed case, which is in hand. And you also got to keep in mind, 2017 it has the soon-to-be Super Bowl MVP Christian McCaffrey in there as well. You've got Cooper Cup, the Triple Crown winner, uh, so, former former Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup, former Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, yeah. so don't so that way. so he so well he's got something that. That Christian McCaffrey doesn't have Not yet for, Not now. Yet. for now. For now. Also, George Kittle is in there as well. And well, he they, they both Could can't be. win it. They both can't. They both can't <laughs> win Super Bowl MVP. Uh, honest question: uh, Non QB best. Uh, if you had to make a bet, bet non QB to win Super Bowl MVP. Jake sure. Moody. Jake Moody. Um, non quarterback. Look, I'll be thrilled if that's the case. You said non quarterback. No, non quarterback winning because he missed a game winning field goal. He gets. He's the the best player for the oh, Chiefs. Gotcha. Okay. I, I think the biggest. <laughs> don't think it works that way, but <laughs> biggest obvious one is probably like Travis Kelsey, right? Non quarterback. Oh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Kendall. Huh? Debo. I say, oh yeah, I like yeah. I, I Christian gotta, McCaffrey gotta, is the second uh, or is the third behind as far as Vegas odds right yeah. now. So what, what is I it? got a question. I got a question. Kelsey's, Kelsey's twelve hundred. McCaffrey's. Plus four seventy five. Yeah, got a so question for Niner fans. There, yeah. I got a question for Niner fans. Yeah. What would you prefer? And I know this is two things that suck: uh, an absolute no doubt blowout loss, or a down to the wire missed field goal that should be made to win the game loss. Blowout, a blowout, blowout. Not yes. even close. Yeah, like like not, not even close. like like not a close game hitting Don't, the hitting yep. the upright. If it if it has, I think and I think most fan bases would say if it came down to the final. 
I, I Nobody, know, like, but, but you, your team showing sure, up and just getting absolutely sure. blown out I get sucks. It. Like, that's the thing is that they, from from the outside perspective, you go, man, but wouldn't you want to feel like, hey, it really, it could have been, it could have gone either way. No, absolutely not. Because We've already those dealt are the with time, the two heartbreakers. Those are the day. Those are the ones that are that. Those are the ones that causes the sleepless nights. Those are the ones where you're like, it could have been, it could have been. Go ask, go ask any hell. 2012. Uh, oh, you should have just given it to Frank Gore. Go ask any Seahawks fan. Oh, you should have just given it to Marshawn Lynch. Versus, like, uh, hell, go ask a maybe a, a Broncos fan. Like, they don't really think about that blow. That they they've been blown out twice in the Super Bowl. They well, probably don't even I mean, think about that. They probably think more about the. the I don't you know, know, man. You know the real. You, you, you traveled to Dallas. I mean, you you paid for to go to the fine uh, the city of Dallas to watch a game, and you knew at halftime. You already knew. It was okay, oh, I knew by the first quarter. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take. Um, but I mean, and, uh, but I, I don't. I, I would have preferred that game to be close. I know it's a different sport, but I'll put it in baseball terms. I don't think about Game 7 of the 2002 World Series, a game where the Giants lost pretty easily. I think about Game 6 of the World Series, a game they should have had, and a game that they blew. Like I, that's That that was a one-run game. Now That's the game that hurts more. If it will pose, always hurt more. If you pose that question, I'm sitting at home. I, I decided I didn't want to pay 25 k to go to the game. I'm sitting at home. That's a different story. If I'm at the stadium, I think I'd rather have the heartbreaker. Sure. Yeah, I I would sure. want I would want my I think I would prefer a heartbreaker because I'd like to see my team in it with a like just having that like emotion that like it can go either way rather than like being down by thirty five points at half. Yeah, bro. I'll tell you as a, from personal experience as a teenager watching the Raiders get blown out in the Super Bowl that that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather have it be a, had it been. Close I don't know. Game. I, I just think though the close losses. Are way are just so much harder. They're still, way harder to get over. I'm still crying about that, Bowl. The blowouts aren't fun, but at least there's like, by I would say if in a big blowout, depending on the score, uh, well, let's say last no, year. No, I the mean Eagle, uh, the well, Eagles and well, Niners in, in, in like it was, it was a it was like 90 when the when the Niners blew out mm-hmm. Denver. Mm-hmm. Like that game was over like literally after like at halftime. Well, like, yeah. Denver going 94 too. So yeah, least, like they those teams could have like not even came out at halftime and it was just like cool, like it's over. There's at least the it's acceptance. Like demoralizing. There's a, it is demoralizing, sure, but there's the acceptance and it's like all right, well, you know what? I'm gonna have a few more drinks than maybe I would have. <laughs> or eat a few more chicken wings than I might have. At least. Probably at say, least we can just kind of move. It's easier to move on from. But don't yeah. you want to? Don't you want to be engaged from. in the game? Sure. Like leading, like at the end of it. But again, like, if I, I, I'm telling you right now, I don't want to blow up. But if somebody before <laughs> the game, if if some if a genie before the game told me, look, in a bottle, it's gonna end with a loss, either way. Which one do you want? And I just just give me just, Man, just rip rip the bandaid. Yeah, off, I I think I would basically. prefer. I think. I, I think I would prefer a close game. Yeah, and just like, to, yeah, if I, I if, if if my team was in it, I think I'd prefer yeah. a close game. And uh, on this show, guys, coming up, we have uh, you know Casual Troy from Da Card World, a friend of the show. He's done our karaoke contest. We've done many shows. We brought Joe Staley on their show over at the National. So stay tuned for that later in this show. It's a fantastic interview between uh, Cody and uh, Mr. Troy from Da Card World. So he's got a lot to say, a lot of experience, and uh, props to their crew for uh, being out at the uh, Super Bowl uh, opening night and asking some card questions to Mahomes and Purdy. I thought that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, back into this, we also going to talk about some prop bets in the hobby. 
I know everybody's talking about Gatorade baths, all that stuff. We're going to talk about prop bets in the hobby. So stay tuned for that. And maybe you guys have some questions you want to contribute on our hype Facebook group, which time is running out to get in a free case break of update series Chrome, which has a chance of getting that Volpe. So uh, just join the group and you'll find out how you can get in on that action for free. So head over there now. We'll approve you. The conversations have been great on there. Um, I'm sure there'll be some Super Bowl talk this weekend, but yeah, I mean, back into the Super Bowl, Niner fans have experienced two heartbreakers the last two losses we've had. We had the, you know, non you know, whatever you call it, pass interference in the end zone and the game with the lights going out in the Ravens. And then we had up by 10 with 10 minutes left against Patrick Mahomes. So those, those both were heartbreakers in my opinion. So I think if I had to choose a loss, I think it would be just rip the bandaid off early. Yeah. Up by, up by 10 with six minutes left. Was it six minutes? I think it was, yep. I think I just, just got done seeing that there actually, ironically, um, in in the shop, the shop was playing a replay of that That's game. Bad juju. I, yeah, I was like, and I didn't put it on. That's bad. I, I, I walked in there and I'm like, you guys are really watching the. I think, I think NFL, NFL Network. Network's been yeah. playing. Yeah, they're all playing the Chiefs all championships. They're playing all the Super Bowls in general. Uh, they always do. Mainly NFL the Network. Chiefs championships the last yeah, few years. Sure. They've been in a lot of them. Look, <laughs> look I haven't. I have those those ones I've conveniently ignored on the DVR. <laughs> so uh, I will say this: just general Super Bowl coverage. Um, just you know, you follow certain folks who cover the NFL or radio host or or podcast hosts or whatever. Just the general vibe I've gotten looking at photos. The hosts and reporters look like how they should look on like Saturday before the Super Bowl where it's like it's been a whole long week you're tired it's been a long it's long Vegas, week man. but it's like man Vegas, Vegas is wearing Vegas. down on folks <laughs> it's Vegas result. that has got to be the if you are there from Monday to Sunday that's got to be the longest week of your life 48 hours is perfect I think Super, I've done Super Bowl I think I've is done, long I've done yeah. like four maybe five days in Vegas yeah and it it takes a lot out of you add in super bowl and you are not that's like quadruple vegas well and this you, is nuts and you and especially if you're a reporter right you might be friends on x with a reporter from new york and you never see them so they're like you know you're not going to go to bed right you're gonna be like i'm gonna go you know the same thing with us with the, at the card you know conferences that we've been to in vegas is like you know you've got your friends and the conference is over. You're not going to just be like, oh, I'm going to bed at nine o'clock. You know, you're going to go out and you're going to you're going to yeah. conversate with your Unless friends. You're and- like in the media scrum, you know, the next day where you got to go out to the hotel or or, or the practice afterwards. Um, but, yeah, I think Radio Row is in. Is it the convention? Center? I don't know if it's in the convention center or if it's in like one of the big, you know, uh, convention halls. Um, I can't I can't really tell by the pictures, but yeah, everything is like walking to you can just walk down from the hotel. But uh, yeah, Vegas is uh, is starting to wear on some folks. And, you know, and, and no disrespect. We've all been there. We've all been there. I, I mean, how much how much crazier is it than like New Orleans, though? Because New Orleans kind of like will stay going, stay popping. And they so I mean, if you've been doing it long enough and you don't you've done New Orleans like Vegas is pretty much. But you usually have a hard cutoff, though. I mean, was it four a.m. in New Orleans? I don't know, I don't know. five a.m. So I mean, I left bars there, and it was getting it was daylight. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't know. So we got some news that happened uh, today. It looks like the Bronny James Jr. <clears throat> and LeBron <clears throat> Auto Superfractor was pulled out of twenty three twenty four Chrome University. Pulled in a uh, hobby box in uh, Illinois from a card shop that was. 
uh, around for 41 years. So the hobby cannot say it was pulled by a breaker. I'm saying, why wasn't it pulled by a breaker? It's not fair, you know. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying, hobby, I'm, I'm saying, saying this was planted wow. this to hobby change shop, the narrative. All the loaded boxes. This is trash. They they all get, loaded boxes. Well, us breakers should get breakers all the best never cards, have a chance. Bro. They never. never have a chance of getting anything good. Like, it always goes to the Lord. hobby shops. Greedy. What what do we got to do to get hobby boxes shops, as good as hobby, hobby shops? Hobby shops dude? are uh, essentially ruining the hobby. We need an investigation. <laughs> ruining the hobby that we love. Ruining it, like. <laughs> I mean, there was no camera of the card coming out of a pack, you know, like no footage. No, you know, I don't know. I'm just kidding. We're being sarcastic, but yeah, uh, you don't get the same, uh, same, same breaker hate. It's like uh, I, I saw some weird comments. A lot of people were happy about it. There was there's some off base comments about the guys who didn't seem like he knew how to do social media. I don't know if he does or not. Didn't Which really is hey, like you it. look. I actually found that video very endearing, where it was like, hey, they're a hobby shop. Yeah, you're right. That's that's kind of foreign to them. Be like, well, we have to put it up on social media. Everybody needs to know it happened. So yeah, you can tell they they this is not a regular. Hey, do you think? For them. Hey, let's just let's quit real quick. Do you think like the hobby shop because they're 41 year old shop, hobby shop, right? Do you think like when the customer pulled, they were like, hey man, make sure you get that up on that. Um, uh, make sure you get that up on that. Um, um. Get it um, up on MySpace. No, yeah. Friendster. Get it up on that Find a Pigs. Get it up on the internets. Get it up on the World Wide Web. Yep. Can I put that on my GeoCities website, <laughs> my homestead? Let's log in. Send it to net. my Netscape email. Oh, I was like, let's log into Netscape. <laughs> yeah. Got to tell all my friends on AOL Instant Messenger what uh, what just happened here. No, but good for them. That's awesome. I'm mean, gonna get a little press out of it. Collectors Guru, Guru tweeted it out, and uh, but you know, immediately I think the negative people always find a negative. So everybody was like, and I want to ask you guys this question: Sell now because Bronny James Jr. is trash. Mm-hmm. That's that's and I'm not saying that from my perspective. I'm saying that that's what the majority of the negative comments were. Right. Would you guys say that sentiment if you pulled it, you'd be trying to push it now or I'm, would I'm selling it now. <clears throat> I'm selling it now because I think we're going to see more LeBron James autos at some point in the future. So I'm selling it now without a doubt. Yeah, I mean you got to look at it also from the like historic um because like down the line right how many i mean we probably will get more brownie like you said more brownie we're for sure getting more lebron james autos how many lebron and brownie auto autos will we get when it's all said and well done? and then also you got to figure when they get the license and everything we're going to get them in their nba the jerseys yeah. right so or will bronny still like, be in the league for them to want to yeah, even yeah do that? i was like wait a second i'm like what if bronny Never makes it. Never makes it. It is not even he's, in. It. I mean, he's gonna get drafted because again, it's it's the consolation but by prize the time, of you're still by the time LeBron. Fanatics has the license. Yeah, with will two he years. will he be on an active NBA? Right, roster? because this year he's gonna get drafted. I'm sure LeBron will fi- try to find a way to go play with him for at least one year, right? Because LeBron is close to retirement as well. We all we know he's close. He's probably close to retirement. So. Yeah. <laughs> that looks good. Um, yeah, he you know, for another ten years. He might, so I mean, he plays. He, he plays the one or two years with his son. Like he and the reason his son is maybe stays on that team is because of LeBron James. Yeah. And then after that, who knows how good LeBron is going to be? Right? Do we really think? Do we really think that a team is going to pick Bronny in the first round? Yes. Yes, yeah. because there at least will be. I think you know what I think is going to happen. I think the, here's okay, the marketing okay, dollars. Okay. Okay. If if. His name is not Bronny James. No. 
He does not get drafted. I, I just don't. No. I don't know enough about him as a player. To, I'm just going right. to be 100% transparent on. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched him play in college. Uh, you know, obviously, I see, I see some of the news stories that come out. Some of the people that talk about it, uh, that watch basketball and stuff. But me personally, I haven't seen how good he can or can't be. So I don't I, know I, if he plays much. There's not enough of a. He's I, playing, I, but is he, is he playing? There's not is, enough is of a track record yet. And frankly, you know, it, he's not even the biggest basketball star at USC right now. But we the, were talking about this offer, Juju. Watkins, the free, the freshman on the women's side, is like the star of the show. Here's the, here's the other right thing though. Now. Here's the so. other thing though. Like based on like you know like I, I like I said I don't watch a lot of Bronny James. I didn't watch a lot of him in, in high school either. Uh, but his dad, we can only take LeBron for his word, right? LeCap, LeCap James. But <laughs> <laughs> his dad says he's he's NBA ready. He can play in the NBA right now. I so mean, I mean, again, that's like yeah, that's yeah, you know, hey, gonna, that's my boy. What right is he there? gonna say? Is he gonna right. be like? Well, you never heard yeah, Jordan he, come on and say that about his sons. Well, like, I think, I, but I think Jordan was like, there are two versions. I think, I think Jordan was like, my my sons and I are gonna be close to. Don't even try it. No, but there there is something to be said because there are two different versions of the superstar athlete becoming a dad. There is the LeBron James or the, the the Ball family of like, all my sons are going to be legends. And then there's the Deion Sanders who are like, now you're ranked fourth out of five. You could keep climbing up. You're my fourth favorite child. You know, there's that guy. So there's one of the two. Uh, but so. then hold on, hold on. Now. LeVar was not any type of level of basketball. Uh, he was a, no, but don't get me wrong. But still, he is he's still Never like lost. the basketball, the, ba- the athlete dad who like – you know, I get it. It's, it's but, not like yeah, that. but LeBron like I, I would yeah. I would I would different. I would I hope it. that LeBron can scout a little bit better than Lavar. I would hope. Well, yeah. and speaking of this, didn't Lavar beat Jordan one on one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> never lost. Never lost. <laughs> He's never lost. <laughs> well, so let's uh, before we move on this card. What do you guys think this sells for? What, what, what's it worth? Okay, uh, I'm gonna be conservative. I'll say like around seventy. Yeah, 70 K? 70, 75 Yeah, K. I was gonna say like fifty. Seventy five K. LeBron, LeBron alone though. Yeah, I don't know. People are speculating Maybe 50, on, 50, 60. On, on social media 150k. I no. would not I would not buy it for 75k. Here's a, here's a few things that has going for it. First of all, first LeBron auto in a St. Mary's St. Vincent jersey in since 2015. Yeah. You know, that's been it's been a while. First LeBron auto just in a while. Um but I guess you can't really say that because Upper Deck had, does put them in random pot art products every now and then, every few years there's or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even though there's one, only one in space. There's one. It's like one in a trillion chance. Um, so that that has it has some things going for it. It's a super factor one of one. So it's not like there's a bunch of copies out there. Actually, it might be LeBron's first super factor auto, as well. Is that right? Jeez. Because they never had him as an auto in Chrome or no. Bowman. Here's no. the thing: is I think a LeBron, LeBron. Well, maybe maybe nine ten Chrome if he had a if, or nine ten. I don't think he had autos in that. No, it wouldn't be an auto. I think. Oh if, yeah, no, yeah, if, he would. He would have been already upper deck exclusive. If so, this was yeah. just a LeBron Super Fractor auto in the same Mary's, oh. same Vincent, I think it might actually sell more. But I think yeah, I think we got LeBron Junior. I think I, the point we made earlier: there's going to be a Laker LeBron James Super Fractor at some point. There's going to be a Cavs Super Fractor. I mean, I'm sure it's coming in the right. next few years. Yeah, which should be a prop bet. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's uh, probably with negative odds uh, on that one. So, but uh, also, uh, Fanatics has released a. Well, it's going to be releasing um, series one is next week, guys. So get your yes, spots. Sir. We're already pre-selling spots at uh, MojoBreak.com. Matter of fact, the, wanna... fir- the first three cases are pretty much sold out. Wow. Um, so we got. I, I posted three more for you guys. Nice. 
Um, we got that, and we got prison basketball the same week. So it's going to be a big week in the hobby. And you, once again, you could pre-sell, use, you know, get on there and and get your your teams for prison basketball as well and series one baseball. So big big week coming up in the hobby. But they're producing this uh, Fanatics Blaster, which I believe we were offered two cases of. And it's a Fanatics exclusive parallels for Series 1, but they're going to have redemptions for signed baseballs. So it's something new to for mm-hmm. Series 1. And memorabilia in general. Memorabilia in general. Yeah. So it's like a $40, $50 blaster that's going to have, yeah. uh, you know, Series 1 cards as well as a chance at uh, memorabilia, as we see with the congratulations. You got an Adley Rushman signed ball. So Is is this a blaster that you'll be able to also buy in retail stores? or I think it's online only. Online only and seen. select yeah, shops are going to have it. I know we'll have a few. So, okay, yeah. so the regular retail blasters will just you'll just be able to chase those one on ones. Believe so. so. I mean, we'll find out, but I believe that's the case. Chase all the one on ones, <clears throat> all the one on ones. <laughs> and then uh, Tops released a fancy, nice video today of the Tops Chrome Mystery Redemption autograph. Turned out to be none other than Leo Messi. Yeah. So from MLS uh, Chrome. So and and you can see his uh, Super Fractor uh, there as well. So so MLS Chrome should be going up now. <laughs> yeah, you would think that like it's hot now. Apparently, and again, this comes from. Uh, you know, we use source them a lot, collectibles guru, but uh, according to what they've been tracking, is that the one of one super redemption is still out there, and so are some other pretty low numbered ones as well. Uh, by the way, I guess people were selling these prior to knowing what they were. Sure. Upwards of $300. Sure. Which now feels like I'm sure those guys are going to be mad, but at the same time, like, come on, put two and two together here. You pulled something that said Mystery Redemption out of an MLS product that is the first to feature Lionel Messi. What did you think it was going to be? Did he have I an autograph wouldn't, on the regular checklist? I wouldn't. No, no. I, don't think so. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion because it could be anybody. Top, but he signed yeah, for top it stuff. It could have been anybody. It could have been, but like, like been how many? I mean, I guess. But again, putting Mystery kind but of they've makes done, you they've think. They've done it forever. I w- Doug and I have been burned in the sure. past. Yes. Josh uh, Rutledge. Yeah. Josh well, Rutledge. Well, okay. Mystery Redemption, not Bryce Harper. But this, but we're talking about, <laughs> but we're talking about today's version of Fanatics. Where's stuff. Josh Rutledge? We're talking about today's version of Fanatics. Stuff. I, I said that. I, th- I don't I think, think they would do that. I think that's still a gamble. You, yes, it's, it is. It's tough to assume that what you would. And you got to be. I just saw something a little on the same topic, but a little off topic. That you know, when you list things on eBay, and I see people that have sold the, these before the date, mm-hmm. and people put. Leo Messi yeah. question mark yeah. right? mm-hmm. well yeah. there was a guy uh, posted on I think it was sports card nonsense oh, forum on yeah, Facebook yeah, I saw this that a guy listed a prism hobby box right and he listed it as 2023 prism hobby box two autos CJ Stroud the guy opened it with his son did not get one C.J. Stroud card, which we know how the odds were. And he out. definitely didn't get two C.J. Stroud autos. Yeah, definitely not. So the guy contacted eBay and said, hey, I'm going to send this back because your listing says two C.J. Stroud autos. Does that so, does that question mark save him? He didn't put a question mark. There was no question mark. But uh, if he did put a question mark. I don't know. Yeah, That's I what mean, I mean. You got to be very legally careful. It could. Legally, it should. Because you say, well, can I we didn't. Just, can we just stop with yeah, the, the – I mean – Obviously, he got gem 10, question mark. But see what you do. And and this guy and and, and people were actually saying, hey, you were in the wrong. And and he I think he expected people to get his back. And, you know, because the guy's like, well, this is open now. It's worthless to me. I don't want it back. You can't return it if it's already open. But this guy, because he put CJ Stroud, this guy could have just been looking for CJ Strouds. And it came up on a search. 
And he was like, all right, I'm going to get at least two C.J. Stroud cards. He didn't get one. Yeah. So you got to assume that when you're selling something online on eBay or whatever, that you got to assume that not everybody has the same knowledge level as you. Yeah, right? that, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's also a lesson in sometimes like word spamming can work in your favor. Stop and word it can, spamming. And it can also re- really burn you. Right, right. And eBay side with the buyer. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, the guy seemed like, hey, I'll send all of them back. I'll put them back in the packs. I'll send them back to you. Yep. yep. Obviously, Where, it's, Whereas if he just said it was a sealed box of Prism Hobby football and the good dude tried to send it back, but you opened it, bro, I sent it you sealed. Because all of, that's all I advertise is a now, hobby box. Now, do you think that he got any more because he put C.J. Stroud in the title? No. 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 Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, that's the thing. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Doesn't hurt help you. At I all. mean, yeah. on the buyer use, side, if- use logic, use common sense. Just don't do it. And I don't. The question mark at the end. I don't know. I don't know if that would like that would say that's also dumb. But let's let's to be fair for this. But you're right. My favorites are always the grade. The where it's like it gives you a grade where it's like like raw ten ten ten. Who knows? (laughs) Only one way to find out. And it's got like dean corners and it's like a crease in the middle. Could be a ten, maybe a ten. Um, But yeah, I mean, to to come the guy. what, What if the guy hits a gold? Puka Nakua, you know, like is yeah. he going to be like? He won't be. A he won't be messaging the guy, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's all relative. I'm pretty sure the guy probably didn't get what he in- conceived value, even though he didn't hit the CJ Stroud. I mean, maybe he won't be as mad because this does also strike me as like because it sounds like what it's a dad getting it for their kid, right? Yeah. So it could have been like that dad may not know a single thing and like getting like, hey, dad, this is what I like. This is the stuff. This is the one. And then I want he, CJ Stroud. Right. Yeah. And he looks at the list and he goes, Great, CJ Stroud. That must be it. And I don't because I don't know anything about cards. Well the guy even said one of one. The guy's a hell of a dad right there. He's right. like, Oh, you want a box of cards for a thousand dollars? I have no idea what I uh, yeah, am no. buying here. I mean uh, hey. no no problem, <laughs> kid. Sounds like crazier things have happened. Sounds like the kids living the life. I mean, the guy did say like he realized that there was more cards than just two, and he was hoping that he could get the two CJ Stroud and then maybe sell the rest. You know, that's what his his claim was. So wouldn't it be cheaper for the seller to just go buy two Prism Raw C.J. Stroud rookies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think and he then, liked the actual... The, what he claimed was is he thought he was getting at least two C.J. Stroud cards and then the rest was just like, whatever I get, maybe I'll get something good. Hmm. That's, that's but, the conversation. But, but if... The seller does buy two CJ Stroud cards at a prism and go, okay, here's your two CJ Stroud cards that you thought you were going to get, and it's out of the same product. Wouldn't that kind of Suffice. void out the it argument that, that he has? It did, I bet, say two, I bet, it did, did say two CJ Stroud's autos. Which, are, which, which, is, which is impossible. impossible. Which yeah. is impossible. But uh, if you're a casual, how do you know that? But he meant to say two autos, CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yes. Man, so you, so he's man, gonna get man, two man autos. That's tough, dude. That's yeah. that's some dumb word spamming right there. Two CJ Stroud. Come on, come on, bro. Speaking speaking of, and, and this is something that we probably don't have on topic. I don't know if you guys saw. Was it CGC? Are they the are they the comic book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they graded a Jordan mm-hmm. ten, and it was actually it, was, it came, they they graded it a ten. And they were promoting it on Twitter and Instagram. They're like, look at this amazing 10. Well, they zoomed in on the card, and the right-hand corner of the card was, like, kind of mangled. And it was not. There's no way. There's no way that card from a naked eye would be a 10. 
but they were basically pimping it out as like pop one and C- cgc i get them all that's mixed a shame up, that's a yeah. shame because because that, that that company is really reputable in the comic book world you know what i'm saying so well, they uh, actually been in the news i forget what sports card uh, and i radio, like their slabs too sports card radio had something on the comic book side or 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 the mat something um oh uh wait, they're in a lawsuit for former employees i believe were falsifying uh uh labels and then basically selling them like selling like they were printing up labels and printing up labels. labels on yeah and then and then basically or swapping out like an item that was a 10 and yeah, putting they, in like a five but it was it was like inside jobs with like labels so i think the grading company is actually suing their former employees that's crazy wow so but they're also grading so much they're also grading jordan jordan 10s at have kind yeah. of a soft I, soft corner. I that get it. They're, I like that company too. Yeah, they're they're trying to, and, and they've made a pretty big dent at least market share wise, and in, in the at sports grading Being fourth, yeah. But they definitely want to, you know, they're still definitely trying to play catch up a little bit here. Oh, that, that's that's tough to see. That that yeah. Well, I mean, and obviously, the the most of the comments were like, well, they're integrity is completely out the window now because they're pimping out this gem mint 10 jordan pop one it's clearly not and it's did, clearly did not they, uh, did they respond at all yet or? i don't i don't know I, I just i just thought it was an I'll interesting to topic to to talk about i don't know if you guys saw it or not yeah it's on the i think one of the latest sports card radio videos yeah but let's get into this uh prop bets for the hobby i i, I do like that there were some people that were um you know, speaking of prop bets, you know, you got the Gatorade bats, yeah, how long the, you know, the national anthem will last. Uh, prop bets are fun. All that stuff. Yeah. There was somebody that actually asked Christian McCaffrey, uh, what, what, what's the, what's your favorite, uh, <laughs> what's, what's your team's favorite Gatorade? Uh, and he's like, oh, I don't know. He goes, well, what's your favorite flavor of Gatorade? He goes, I'm a body armor guy. So it was kind of like trying to figure out. Just like, here for, I, uh, I will tell you right now. Just here for Qualcomm. Like if you, if you play on an NFL team, like you probably have a pretty good idea what the Gatorade is going to be. Yep, it's probably going to be the same. You think as it's it the is. same every day. I, I, th- every I think. Yeah. I think generally it. I think it is. The players. I think the teams usually have a favorite or whatever. But the best I saw is I was, I was telling Doug after uh, before this. I saw it on social media somewhere. But some guy was like, just trying like. Here we go, giving it a shot. And it was all these DMs to like the Chiefs and the Niners. And it was like, my son is doing a project about probabilities of what color the Gatorade will be when the, for the Super Bowl winning team. I'd just like to know what color you guys like to have. <laughs> like, oh man, they're trying to pull a fast one. Could you, but you could bet. inside bet on that, right? You could be like, uh, you know, not that they're doing this, but like Christian McCaffrey could go, Hey Olivia, my fiance. Like uh, we've had uh, blue Gatorade all year. Uh, you know, like, right? Uh, but I'm com- but I'm also confident that like if they've had the same Gatorade all year, why would the yes, Gatorade change? Are superstitious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you could go back, did they did they show did they do a Gatorade bath or anything like for the championship? For no. the championship, I don't think they did. Well, you could probably watch all the Niner games and all the Chief games, and you could see yeah. what Gatorade they're drinking. And especially watch like a game where the because especially both teams wear white jerseys. So if they spill some or something or something like that, you just look at their jersey and they, you might be able to. But get dude, a when they but when you they, know what you could do when they come, you up, could give them the orange flavor and put red like purple food coloring in it to change the color of it to mess up with the odds. So maybe they like that flavor. Wow. 
but you can I mean, this is Vegas, so, you know, there might be some. But on, honestly, like, when, when they call a timeout in a game and you have the, the people go out there with the, with the Gatorade, like, mm-hmm. water, right? Doesn't it always look like it's water? Doesn't it? I, couldn't, could it very well not be Gatorade? Could it be in a Gatorade, like, a lot water of bottle? It, There's definitely, it's, and it's just I water. It's I, I think it's, I think, it's, it's I think well, there are separate it, it's coolers. Always, it's always a, when they come out, it's always a clearish color. I think there's a water cooler and there's a Gatorade cooler. I think there are two, but they are all in Gatorade buckets. Yeah. So I think, I think majority of these athletes got, they got, they need their Gatorade, man. No, I, I think they're drinking. I honestly, I think water is better for you. They need than, those electrolytes. No, yeah. come on. Who, what, what are you talking? Who's with Bobby Boucher? I am Bobby this? Boucher. Come on now. Gatorade. <laughs> and it looks like Reba McIntyre is singing the Reba, national. Reba, Reba is singing the... Uh, right, and she's a little bit slower, right? You should probably take the over on Let's, on let's go, let's go. Let's have that Southern I, girl. Let's go. Uh, um, Gatorade color. Which one are we picking for the Super Bowl? Well, first off, I think I think Fergie should be doing the national. Yeah, anthem. always. I think always. I think every <laughs> or Roseanne. Uh, I'm gonna say blue. Blue is a classic Gatorade flavor. I'll go blue. All right. No, it's not even a class. Not an OG color. What is that like? Is it not? Is that Mystic Blueberry? I get green is the OG color. Greensy. Neon green, green. Green and orange. I'll go blue though. Green, green orange. Green, orange, and red. I'll go yellow. Okay. Yellow. Well, yeah, I yellow. I'm looking at the odds. I'm a little swayed yellow now. The neon green one? That's like the green, yeah, the greenish. I'm greenish yellow, yeah. I I think uh, I think red. Classic. Red. Red is, is at plus three fifty right now. Yeah, red's because Chiefs favorite. and because Niners are wearing red. No, purple is the most favorited colors at uh, at two seventy five. Maybe because of the Super Bowl logo. That so that explains the purple. Everyone thought it meant the Ravens. Nope, it's the it's the Gatorade. So plus two seventy five on purple, plus four fifty on blue. Uh, no Gatorade bath actually is plus one sixty, so that's no, the hard. That's the best. The best option. Be Clear water is plus twelve hundred. What? That is literally that's what a I bet. That's what I'm betting. It's a good bet. Because can you really tell the difference if it if it is like if it is that light? If it's like lemon lime, doesn't lemon lime kind of look clear? Sort of. Yeah. Guess so. And it's uh, it will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Yes, is plus one thousand sixty. No, is negative three thousand. So you, so you bet three thousand to win one hundred bucks. No, one one dollar. <laughs> <clears throat> Great bet. Betting one hundred one here. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's almost a guarantee. I, I I know we joked about it earlier in a couple podcasts ago, but like. Do you really think he's that Travis doesn't strike me as like that egotistical of a guy to put, I put think it, like it, to take the game and take, it takes take, a take little, away from his team. It takes a, it takes some of the shine away from his teammates. If he's like, all right, I'm making it about me now. At, hey. at the same time, at the same token, I always think it's a terrible, terrible idea to bet at those type of odds. Like, but it you're ha- going to risk 30,000, say like somebody who has money. Like they're like, this is a free bet. This is, I'm easily gonna make money, and they'll bet like a hundred thousand dollars on that prop bet just to get just to get with like three thousand dollars or yeah. whatever. But it has happened. I remember uh, was it like the Boise State running yes. back proposed. He proposed after right after the World Series. Carlos Correa proposed right That's after the right. game. So it has happened. It, this obviously is on a different. Granted, strategy. yeah, yeah. I mean it. They weren't proposing to the most the famous, most famous person, person, person in the world. Dude, this is right a crazy now. one. It's actual equal amount of odds. 
The halftime performance, the line is eight and a half songs that Usher's going to perform. Eight and a half. That's a lot of songs. But you got to consider if he plays 30 seconds. Yeah, of, yeah there's snippets. 30 seconds of You Make Me Wanna, and then 30, you well, know. Well, and, and it's an extended halftime. I'll take the under. Isn't, isn't, right. The halftime isn't 15 minutes. It's, it's like a 30 minute halftime. It's, like, it's like a 30 minute halftime, but it's not performing the, the whole time. The, the shows are usually. 15 minutes? 12 to See, 15 the minutes. things with these type of prop bets, though, there's so many people involved with the creation of these performances that they know. You got there's people that's got to be like there. There is like betting on wrestling. There is somebody. Yeah. There like is why. somebody that is in Usher's camp that knows the set list. Yeah, the set they, list is they, exists. He's already he's already performed it and ran through rehearsal even, multiple yeah, times. It's not even people's in it's of course people's in Usher's camp, but it's also like there's so many other people that help prepare these halftime shows. They're like, oh. He just did like seven songs. Well, I know firsthand that I know somebody that's going to go watch the uh, the pre-performance on Thursday. Yeah. Call him up right after. Hold I, on, I, dude. I, I, hold on. Dude, don't put this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, the, 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 the dress rehearsal is going to be the same as... Yeah. There, there's not going to be there's not going to be anything at no they don't, you don't they think don't going to be like a they surprise guest they don't they do they don't do the curveball because of what happened with Justin Timberlake oh, and true. Janet yeah, Jackson yeah, it yeah. is very very strict yeah, yeah. the rehearsal yeah, is I, going to be identical to so yeah let's uh well look how come I mean you went to the one uh, probably the best Super Bowl performance of all time it was probably right. the best it was the best Super Bowl well, Holy crap, that was crazy. So good. but that was so yeah, was complex good. with how everybody came I needed, in I needed, me I like, needed to go to the bathroom I needed to go to the bathroom so bad and I was like I'm just gonna hold it because I yeah, did not want to miss it but like you know I mean you, you, that's like saying like you know like Eminem did this performance and then they're like Saturday like 50 cents coming in we gotta squeeze them in no it doesn't happen that way no. 50 cent came down from the freaking top and like was hanging and that, like, that was all performed and practiced yeah on yeah no no that was a hundred percent like and but again they that's how they like whatever happens in the in the dress rehearsal in the in the pre-performance is going to be exactly what is going to happen on super bowl sunday at the halftime i tell you what man now we're talking reliving halftime shows and stuff Damn, Buster got a lot to live up to, bro. Yeah. Oh, he does. He got a lot to live He's up got, to, bro. And and arguably, everybody says the Prince halftime show is the best. I mean, yeah. that was undeniable. It was good. It yeah. was. Oh, it was good. Oh, it was it's, good. It's, it's it to me. That's still number one. No, that's the, still the, 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 the Doctor Dre one was the number Dr. one. The Doctor Dre one was great. Yeah. He literally played Purple Rain in the rain. Yeah. And then had the guitar like. And they were trying to be like, oh, we have to be super safe now. And then he's like, nope, here's my big old guitar looking like what? something in the shadows. Always, and, and, that, and that one definitely goes up there as one it's of the amazing. best. It's what, amazing. What and it was just what him. What was one of the biggest letdowns? Um, hmm, biggest letdown recently? I mean, honest, look, there are legends. Shakira and J-Lo, I don't know. Oh, I think that was a great one. I, I, was, I wouldn't say great. It was good. Um, that was good. I have I, to really think about yeah, this. Not Super Bowl. Not that, that, that one, I was like, I can go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> that one was good. That was um, a good one. Well, you know, you know, a band, U two. U two post. Yeah, that was the Rams pa- Patriots one. Yeah, right? yeah. I was. Like, I mean, it was in its. I know a, a lot. Of, it's also, it's also, uh, Rihanna a, last year. A lot of the I ones okay. after the the, the Janet okay. and Justin. A lot of the ones after the Janet and Justin one. Oh, uh, that that whole run. <laughs> Was like they were like okay. The Justin Timberlake solo bad. 
Yep. Bad. That was uh, 2018. That was a bad. So we run down. 2021 was the weekend. Nah, I like the Justin Timberlake one. 2021 was, okay. was the weekend. It was okay. 2020 was, was okay. Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Bad Bunny. I thought that was good. I'm saying like all like because of the the Justin Timberlake and um was Janet Jackson thing, and then they yeah, had yeah. to like go like really. Then safe. it was Dad Rock that for about like five really years. Really safe. 2016. Paul McCartney, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good stuff in there, but overall it was yeah, kind of no, like. No disrespect so to safe. those legends or whatever, Literal, but you know yeah. like. Like we we watch these for spectacles too, you know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah, because right music. after Janet, it was Janet Jackson, uh, Paul McCartney. Paul was McCartney, then the Rolling Stones. Brother, I'm telling you, they right. t- they played it safe for a few years. They played it so no, safe. No, but Prince for, was for 2007. Then Tom Petty, then Bruce Springsteen. Prince is part of that play it safe, which is very yeah. funny to me. That they were Usher like, already performed with the Black Eyed Peas and Slash in 2011. Madonna, uh, yeah, Madonna yeah. in 2012. Beyonce 2013. Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers in 2014. Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, and Missy Elliott in 2015. You know what was a I, you're going to say the next one which was what Coldplay and Beyonce right Bruno Mars not like the individual performances were good but it was such a mishmash and no no like theme to it it was like it's the 50th let's just go crazy no it kind of did, it, it, yeah, there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't a vision there. I thought was it was lacking. Well, who, uh, so there's going to be two. We're going to get in the hobby props here in a minute, but um, there's supposed to be two extra performers with Usher. I mean, right. I got to think Lil John. Right? Are Lil they going to count Lil John because? Because he's kind of the producer, right? So, like, do you count him as an extra musical guest? Because he's going to be there doing like the I, background. I think, it, I think it's. I think it's going to be. Anyways. I think it's going to be themed to Vegas. Let's whoever see, has a see. residency. Wayne what, what, are, what are some of Usher's biggest songs with Tom somebody Jones? else? Tom Jones. <laughs> Wayne. Newton. He had a song, He had a big song with uh, Beyonce, right? Love yeah, in the club. A, he has yeah. a song, "Best Thing" with Jay Z. Best I thing. I, I mean, Jay Z is also lovers and friends, Lil John and Ludacris. Rock Nation, Ludacris. Oh, Ludacris. I mean, Ludacris. Ludacris is yeah, the most season, yeah. And he's the whole Atlanta connection yeah. thing. And and Jay Z puts. I mean, Rock Nation puts together the halftime show now with Apple Music. So I don't think Jay comes out. I doubt I think, it. I think he's too. He's, I think it has to be somebody who is already in ve- like uh like a. I mean, I Katy Perry. Yeah. I, I think she does a residency. A carrot top. <laughs> oh, they have somebody to love with Justin Bieber. Could be Biebs. Biebs was Justin Bieber. Could be Bieber, actually. He was on the bench at the NHL All-Star game. He was game. coaching the All-Star game. Yeah, Give the man a break. He's coaching him up. He had a ridiculous jacket on. Yeah. Could be Tape Face. Tape Face. Chris Angel. Chris Angel. But he's probably yeah. going to do He's not going to do Blue Man Group. He's <laughs> okay, do. no. Actually, wait a minute. Now, Blue Man Group introing Escher with their big old paint drums. Not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Or Circus Alain. Yeah, I know. I, I, you guys say no, but I think there I mean, will be, be some themed. There will be some themed to Vegas. Right, Cirque du right, Soleil's right, not right, crazy. It is in Vegas. Cirque du right. Soleil's not well, crazy. There's going to be something they Vegas got, tied in. They got tickets to sell. Yeah, they, they, they got to sell they, some yeah, tickets. You're right. And, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah. Well, also, if you think about Mandalay Bay is the... I keep forgetting uh, it's in Mandalay Bay is the one connected to Allegiant and Michael Jackson show is a Cirque du Soleil there. Yeah. Wait, are you th- you're saying Michael Jackson's going to perform? I don't no. think so. But he Michael was, Jackson uh, hologram. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say Instagram hologram Michael Jackson. Hologram Michael Jackson. Crazy. Hologram. That, that, oh, God, that might be a bit. You know what? Yeah, Damn, bro. that might not be a bad Jermaine Dupree, Ludacris, Michael Jackson, hologram. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Man Group. Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see this definitely playing up on Vegas the because wildest. he was... A, re- yeah. a Vegas residency, and this is how this whole thing happened. Right? And then, uh, and a army of five thousand Elvis impersonators. I I do think at some point either Circus Soleil or the Blue Man Group makes an appearance. 
I think it's Ooh, more likely. Like Cirque, I think some, Cirque du Soleil is some, more likely. At some point, at some point, they're going to be like, "Oh, there's Cirque du Soleil." I think yeah, Cirque is the yeah. most likely. I think yeah. that was the most. Likely. But yeah, either way, either way, he has a lot to live up to. So, yeah. all right, so we got some hobby prop bets, guys. So we'll start off. Will fanatics buy Panini plus fifteen hundred, Upper Deck plus five thousand, or Leaf plus ten thousand? Which bet are you guys taking? Is there is there a is there a none? There's a not. I, mean, I will take your money upper you deck want. at plus five thousand. Think that's gonna happen? Yes. I'll take Panini at plus fifteen hundred. I guess. I I just don't see Panini ever selling nothing to them. Yeah, ten thousand. Go to the grave with that license and that's Even though that's, it must prison. be the bowling. That's the, lo- that's the lowest that odds. So that's with. the least, that's the most likely to happen according to your odds. Yeah. But, um, I mean, but hey, look, and I put together these odds. I mean, I'm your resident odds maker around here. I kind of went Panini just because it felt like that's the with the NFL and the NBA. Panini is going to go to one. the grave with Prism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Whereas, like, Upper Deck feels <laughs> like, like. Bury me in Prism. Yeah. <laughs> Fanatics, it feels like Upper Deck is going to do their hockey stuff and they're going to be like, this is what we do. We're totally content doing that forever. You but know? I mean, and to I make think a Fanatics case, is content with them just doing that. To make a case for Upper Deck, I mean, it probably would be a lot cheaper than Panini. It would yeah, be a this, lot. This, so this, is, this is the issue with them acquiring Upper Deck for real, for real, is the fact that then you really are going into the territory of monopolies. Which because, is why I never see that. Yeah, because you, you, that's all major sports. Now I, I I say Upper Deck mostly mainly because I want to see them get the Michael Jordan license so they're able to produce Michael come with Jordan it. cards. It wouldn't come with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wouldn't come with it. I mean, but. That you would get exquisite, you'd get SP authentic, you'd get you know all that other stuff as well. And, and, and they kind of need if they're if Panini's not going to sell it to them, they kind of need those. They kind of need those like an exquisite type brand. Imagine well, that. I know. And I'm now the more that I think about it, like, and I'm not saying people are tired of flawless or national treasures, but they're we not. haven't seen exquisite in a while. Yeah, we have not. So you roll it back out, and you're like exquisite again with the license. You're brother, like, that would be the oh, if Fanatics could come on and be like, listen, we're going to give you exquisite basketball. And we got Jordan and LeBron. Yeah, I mean, they're on the they're, squad. They're yeah, is, yeah. They have more like marquee brands than just exquisite, though. Like yeah. Ultimate Collection, like SP like, Authentic, yeah. like SP. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They have they have a lot of they have a lot and of re- like. And respect to their design department too, because they make those brands stand out. Goodwin Champs. Oh yeah. <laughs> CDD exclusive. <laughs> All right, then we got some over unders, guys. Uh, Bedard Cup True RPA PSA ten. 125k over and under. Are you taking the over? Or are you taking the under? K? 100. Oh, 125. Wait, 125 or 25? 125. 125. True RPA from the cup. PSA 10. For God. reference, I want to say I saw a PSA 10 McDavid not, not, recently. Not the shield, though, right? Not the shield. Just the true RPA. Just the true RPA. Just number, I saw to, number to a, 99. A PSA 10, number to 99 McDavid rookie year. Recently, the most recent sale, I think, was like. Not most recent, but the highest sale was like 200K. Under. Under. Well, to answer this question properly, you know what I have to ask you? Is when's the cup going to come out? When the hell yeah, is the yeah, cup yeah, going to yeah, come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Because the, and sometime the, the before same year that Bedard will be eligible for the, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 29.30. Okay, if, uh, let's speak hypotheticals. If it came out now or within the next year, let's I, say would next say, year. I would say over. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be faithful and say next year. Yeah, over if it comes out next year. If it comes out in three years, bro, it's definitely 100 percent under. <sighs> I think they've done a t- terrible job of marketing his card, so I'm gonna say under for that reason. For that reason. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going under. I, he isn't. He isn't. He isn't McDavid. 
the youngest all star of he all is, time. He's not. I just want to throw that McDavid, out. There. McDavid is like he's the youngest all star generational. Sure. Well, he, so yeah, is Bedard. I don't though. know. I, Bedard. I don't think we've seen enough to really be like McDavid out of the gate was. And he almost. They, Bedard's the been Oilers very good almost too. Broke the all time win record. Got Oilers. Oilers got their win. By the way, in Vegas, which yeah, is wild. Yeah. They were at Oilers nights in Vegas. Place was packed. And uh, they were a win away from setting the all-time, tying the all-time record in NHL history for consecutive victories, and, and fell just short. Wow! So, so yeah, the Oilers I are mean, back on top. P- packed, packed in Vegas makes sense. It's, it's Super Bowl weekend. It's Super Bowl week. It's like, it's like, oh, what's today? What's there to do tonight? We're here for Super Bowl. Oh damn, we got, oh, we got Connor McDavid game. in the building. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go. On a win streak. Well, hockey, was perfect. NHL I'm, was very good at looking at that calendar and being yeah. like, <laughs> amazing know, timing, marquee game. matchup right after All Star break during Super. Super Bowl week, perfect timing. Perfect. All right, next over under Wemby Black Prism One Hundred One Finite. Over. I'll say the finite. Raw. <laughs> I say the price. Two hundred K. Raw. Over. Raw. Under. Over. Under. Raw. It's raw. Question over. Mark. Raw. Those black PSA, PSA ten question mark. <laughs> over hundred percent. The black curtains will look good on a black card though. I yeah, say I'm that. saying. I'm saying five hundred out the Dear. gate. Five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> brother. Yeah, five hundred thousand. He America. is who he is who we thought he was, and, and he he's is. and he's and he's so young. He is who we thought he was. Wait yeah. till wait till he gets a team around I'm him. Telling you, you can say the same about Bedard, but under, 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 <laughs> under. I'm yeah. thinking it's like 175k. So I think no. I'm going under too. No. Yep. I'm going. I, I'm I'm vibing on under all together. Uh, what's the next one? I'm going under. I'm <laughs> nah, going under. Okay. I'm I going to under this one because I'm going I, under. I next blind. week, okay. I want you guys to see the bounty that comes out for Victor Wemayama. So, I was trying to figure out an interesting baseball one. I went with this, and there's not really a easy comp here. I don't think there's any comp here. Shohei Otani's first Topps Chrome Superfractor in a Dodger uniform. The, uh, just that whatever his Dodger card this year is the main one, fifteen hundred over under non auto fifteen hundred dollars fifteen hundred dollars because I was looking at some over. comps and it's like right it's got to be way over right over. but I also there's not really like I was looking at some maybe like Juan Soto and they were all well <laughs> under that but that's Juan Soto this is I'm going, going I'm going over and it's just 1500 bucks right over 1500 over, I almost over. put 2000 but what if I put 2000 because I almost put 2000 oh, over still over. over over but it it's also ridiculous that that's not since 2017 when Otani came into the league he 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 played in LA yeah, I like how now that he's a Dodger, like, wow, he's like now, to now he's re- now he's really in LA. It's, he wasn't he wasn't quite in LA before. I mean, now he's really in LA. It's like if Sherbert played off playing the try and went to the Rams. He's on the real LA team. Wow, wow. wow. welcome you know to saying? LA. Welcome to LA. Even though you but, just moved to or the or other like if Zach Geloff went to the Giants, you know, it'd be the same thing. Right? We'd real Bay Area welcome team. to the Bay. Who? Well, Which, by the way, it sounds, well, like the I, I, it sounds like the A's might be staying. Well, in, uh, yeah, Oakland. I mean, I, yeah, I don't blame you. Like, the like, yeah. Vegas don't want them. Nobody wants them. Nobody dude. Wants I don't blame them. them. <laughs> Absolutely nobody wants yeah. the A's. The mayor's so like, guys. yeah, I, I think it might be kind of good for them to stay and take care of their like, loyal fans. They're like, but maybe you know, I should stay but in you know what? You know what? If Vegas. If Vegas could choose a baseball team, I think they want a true expansion yes, team. That's what they said. They want their own because it. It they've already done it and it works so well with Vegas. Look yep. at the like Knights. the Knights. Yep. So they're like, let's. We already have this, but they did it with like, Raiders. They didn't change the Raiders franchise name. Well, and you talk to some folks where they say that place is on a good week, fifty fifty, four sixty forty. 
you know, or if it's a team that's, on the West Coast, that's football. They, they, they probably over. looked at they probably looked at the Oakland A's history and was like, why the we want this? Why would we want this? Well, is, they can go back to the '80s. Good. They were pretty good there. I was going to say it's a pretty good history before so, all of the last five. I, I was reading uh, Oakland Coliseum, the fifth oldest. It's old stadium yep. in Major League. In Major League or, or oh MLB, the Cubs. MLB. The, so Cubs, Dodgers. so Cubs, Dodgers, Red Sox, Red Sox. Cubs, Dodgers, Red Sox. Uh, Oh, or no, not Orioles. No, or, actually, Orioles are getting up there. Well, no, that's well, that's can't. That was like it's been over that was like years. that was like nineties something. Yeah. But like, what? What? Uh, the Mets. The Mets have had a new no, stadium, yeah, right? Like, Oldest MLB yeah. stadiums active still in use. But I don't like. I don't care whose stadium is older. That the, the one in Oakland is trash. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's why you go. That's the thing. Fenway world, is older, but baseball's older, yeah. uh, last dive bar. Oh, I mean, you know. Angels, Angels, ah, and then Oakland Coliseum. Angels, Angels is old. Been around since the sixties. Why is nobody complaining about? Oh, getting they them a new, Getting them a new stadium. Oh, they have been. Is that why Otani left? They've been talking about it for a while. He went, but he, but but I didn't feel like that ballpark. We've been there. It's, we were, it is the old. definition go of there. fine. Nobody except cats go to the Oakland A's games. Yeah. The Angel Stadium Feral is a cats. giant concrete like Not even cats that don't, they don't have homes. Yeah. <laughs> Angel Stadium is a concrete block fashioned into a ballpark. Yeah. Well, I also think you could play – I think that Tropicana location, they could use for something better. That's probably why they're saying that. Yeah. Um, but you could be like the Las Vegas Blackjack. You don't want to I – mean, you want to yeah, theme something. it around Vegas. You want to have colors based not around Las Vegas. Vegas off athletics. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Um, what else we got? We got uh, what's this breaker controversy? Over under breaker controversies in in twenty twenty four nine and a half. Oh god, way over things things that we will like. But think of it this way: like things that we will discuss on this podcast, or that jet, will jet, be the talk of controversies the on whatnot. <laughs> or, or is this the whole, this the whole 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 like, industry together? Screech will will take the industry to like. You know, it will be a talk of the industry. Like, we'll go to an event and then we'll go, oh, yeah. yeah. Over. So, so, Over. So, so, so. I'll, say, I'll say under. I, so that's I'll like say, once I, a month. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's, it is like once a month. Right. Um, I'm going to say under because I'm hopeful that Breakers as a whole will get their stuff together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not talking about like. Oh my God! Uh, you know, uh, Jim Bob you got his Brandon got his Cooks. package mixed misshipped or something. You mean Brandon Cooks to ninety nine? That's what you're talking I'm, about. I'm talking about your dip. I'm Miss, talking about like, that. Legit, I'm talking yeah, like, about just controversy. You know, let me. Collins. Can I? Do I have to be the bad guy? You know, that's what I. That's what I'm talking. About. Like, yeah, knives to the necks. Uh, like, right. You know what I'm <laughs> right. Knives to the necks. Right. Over. Actually, over because we are getting the end. Industry is tough. It's tough to make money right now, and people get dis- desperate. So, that's I'm true. going. That I'm going true. over. That's very true. All right, last one is next goat to sign with Fanatics: Barry Bonds plus eight hundred, Peyton Manning plus fifteen hundred, and Michael Jordan plus nine thousand. Well, you know where I'm going, Bob. <laughs> you gonna take the the long money there, the the high the high ceiling. It's just what I'm ho- most hopeful for. You know, it's after seeing them get LeBron James, I'm even more hopeful. You know what I mean? I, I love the fact that they went out and got LeBron James because it means that we're gonna get LeBron James NBA autos one day, which is all an, a basketball collector can ask for, and um, or one of the things basketball collectors ask for. The last thing we need is that Michael Jordan auto. We'll see now if we put a stipulation that Michael Jordan himself could take these odds. 
to get in <laughs> as the next goat, then I'd say it's possible. Oh yeah, because he probably he'd be like, like, all right, I'm gonna bet a hundred thousand. I'm a Simon fanatics. Um, I would like to see Barry Bonds back in products of some sort. Uh, Surprising. Yeah, I mean, do you guys have any idea <laughs> where I was going? Uh, but Barry Bonds is very, uh, you know, uh, close with his likeness, similar to Jordan, where, you know, obviously uh, some of you guys remember playing video games with uh, John Dowd. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so his likeness wasn't even used when he was an active player because he had a, he didn't want to be part of it. So it, it, he, he keeps things very close to his vest. I know he, he's had BarryBonds.com where he sells stuff. Yeah. He was in product a little bit, um, but I don't know if he'll ever sign an exclusive um, I want to go Barry Bonds. Dude, I'll tell you what. It, it, there's reason to be hopeful for all these guys. I mean, eventually down the line. Cause, um, and I know there's going to be a different company here, but Panini somehow convincing Tim Duncan to come out yeah. and sign some stuff. That's that's already amazing in itself. Yeah. yeah. So never say never in this hobby. Which we haven't seen any Tim Duncan on yet, right? No, not yet. Not yet. They're saving it for like probably the later products of the 23, 24. Impeccable. And you know, I didn't even probably think about the high, Probably the high-end stuff for the sure. The Panini exclusives. That, uh, I mean, I put Peyton here, but uh, his nephew is an exclusive with Panini. So maybe that's not really on his mind right now. What are the options? Uh, Barry Bonds plus 800, Peyton at 1500, and Jordan at 9000. I might be too generous with the bonds odds but it was more that it's baseball that means like that means you're saying it's likely to happen i think yeah but i because i i want to hold my money more the baseball them already having all that stuff you know it's ready to go i you know who i ken griffey jr oh i like that go be an exclusive that's that's yeah that's who i would that's the alpha lion exclusive right now yeah that's kidding I, uh, the dad bod crusher because he is he is in a lot of products and I do expect and he has no problem signing because he's pretty much in everything I could see him signing with fanatics at some point yeah and that's like maybe a play if you're if you're parlaying the upper deck odds too because you got the 89 you can start making 89 mm-hmm. reprints so I'll, you know hey maybe you do a parlay I'll put those odds at plus 250 for Griffey no, I'm like ta- I'll take Griffey yeah. 250 plus 250 yeah, I think the, I think the bonds things will ha- the bond thing will happen eventually too. Well, and Peyton Manning's an interesting case because you know he's doing all that uh, you know, stuff with the NFL, and once Fanatics has the NFL license, it seems yeah. like it makes a lot of sense for him to be with he's, them. He's also kind of in the bonds realm of like he's doing his own thing. Like he's got the Omaha Productions, where like he doesn't really need that. Like he's 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 running his own show and doing just fine. Fine, you know, with, with all that. So, Peyton Manning, yeah, a top yeah. five quarterback of all time. Yeah. Yes. Yes? Yeah. He's in my top yeah. three. Yeah. Mm. Top three. Are you putting Mahomes on there? Are we doing a Mount Rushmore here or a top five? Uh, let's do a top five. Let's do a top five. Um, Brady. I'm putting Brady Montana. Yep. I think that's a consensus, right? I mean. And we said Mahomes on this. Well, we said it on our Fanatics feed. I'm I'm personally putting Mahomes. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, then I think I go Peyton. Yep. And then I'm like, and then it's like a fifth is kind of a, probably leaning towards Aaron Rodgers at five, but. But you have Aikman with three or four right. three rings. There's all the guys with, rings, with four rings. But for me, for my money. Marino. There's Marino. Yeah. Elway. Elway. Right. No rings there's Marino. a lot. Marino, Elway. Breeze. There's a lot. Elway, Elway might be, maybe I go Elway because of the championships and the appearances and. I don't know though, but like just talent wise, Rodgers, Bernie Kosar. So yeah, it's for me top. I don't <laughs> need five, dude. Three, yeah. man. It's Brady, it's Brady Montana, and it's Rich Peyton Gannon, Manning, bro. Rich Gannon in there. That's it. Yeah, yeah it's not even a question. I think Manning's on that on that Mount Rushmore. I think he's not even that good. I think Manning is 
I'm with you this weekend. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Mahomes wins this weekend. It's he is etched if, into that. If, Mount if Rushmore. it is, if it is a top five, Manning's on there. If it's Mount Rushmore, Manning not there. might not be there. You know what props should be on there is. Patrick Mahomes' arrest going to be in the suite. Is he going to be at the game? Oh, oh no. Well, senior. Patrick Mahomes' Mahomes arrest. Yeah, senior. Is he going to be at, at the game? I wonder if that's a prop bet. Hell, yeah, he's going to be at the game. Oh, he's at the he's game. He'll be with his ankle game. monitor. <laughs> it's Vegas, man. He's not going to to go to Vegas. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's got to get a little, little uh, 40 ounce of freedom before he goes in to do his time. Just get a U- Uber, man. Come on. I'm sure, get you know. Get the Uber, guys. Don't do get, it. Get the Uber, man. Get the yeah. Uber. Yeah. Get a I wonder what, Uber, wonder what Uber's charging. Like oh, ba- The surcharge Five in Vegas. Five million dollars. The surcharge in Vegas for Uber. Folks, grab it. This deck. weekend. It's so easy. to. It's, it's, they were saying, um, I was hearing that it took, if you got off the plane, you know, at the main airport and try to get to the strip, it's like two hours. God. What? Wait, no. How is that? Possible. You can walk there. You then. can walk there. I've done it. <laughs> it's an hour. It's like yeah. I was gonna say. It's like that can't be right. That's what I heard from all the media. I mean, the wait the time I could see. This oh. is why, it, dude. I, Vegas, I imagine getting off and just seeing that like the biggest condition. Uber or taxi line you've ever seen in your life. Uber is probably a nightmare. If you're in Vegas or New, the only two places now, Vegas or New York, just take the taxi. Like there's the ta- no reason. the taxi line in Vegas it right now crazy. right now it it's not called McCarran Airport anymore what's it called oh yeah yeah it's no, called you're right the taxi line is yeah. probably like the taxi line the taxi line is probably right now is probably fifteen hundred people deep <laughs> I, I Harry Reid and I would Harry still Reed. be willing to bet that the Uber weight is worse I am walking yeah. I'm done I mean, that, I'm it. done I'm I'm walking get a bike uh, I, by the way private jet parking is full. As well. Ah, so. damn. Well, I yeah. Too bad. I was thinking about getting the. It's actually. It's. I got seven of my jets parked there already. So <laughs> it's, it's probably just me. <laughs> yeah, dirt was gonna fly out there in his private jet, but could be a later time. Uh, but check out. We still have some Super Bowl squares, guys, at MojoBreak.com, where you can win up to five thousand dollars in break credits. So uh, basically, breaking with extras. You're getting your spots already. Plus, you're getting a guaranteed Super Bowl square. So head on over to MojoBreak.com. Any break that has SB in the title will qualify you for the grand prize. And we got boxes and a bunch of other credit giveaways for those squares. Here we got an awesome, awesome interview with Troy from DA Card World. Casual Troy on Instagram. Follow him. Great dude. Uh, I don't know what team allegiance he has. I seen him in a Ducks, uh, Anaheim Ducks, Mighty Ducks the other day. And then he was wearing Red Sox the other day. And maybe he just likes all teams. But uh, hopefully I'll see him in some Niner gear this weekend. But here's the interview. Very happy to be joined by Troy LaCastro. You know him from David Adams, The Chase. You can listen to it. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern. It's a little early our time here on the West Coast, but you know what? That's why you got to set the alarm and get up early, put on that pot of coffee, and uh, listen to the good folks over at DA, including Troy. Troy, what's going on, man? How we doing? What's up, brother Cody? How you doing, man? And it's, it's so weird because I'm still, like you said, you know him, and I'm still at the point where I'm like, I don't think anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust trust me when I say that, you know, we if, if you're in this hobby, you we see your face around and, and, and hear you guys and, and see the great interviews. So uh, definitely make it a name for yourself. And you know what? If they didn't know you before, 
here in the Bay Area, we know you now because now we can right. say that's the man who pulled the Brock Purdy one of one <laughs> diamond auto out of flawless. I just got to, you know, obviously we're, we're nine. I'm a Niner fan. I don't want to yeah. say we're Niner fans. There's a Rams fan on the podcast, so I can't say we, but <laughs> how did that feel pulling a card? Is that the biggest card you've ever pulled? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think the only other one that rivals it was a black shimmer uh, one-on-one from prism of LeBron James. Um, but this one, I think just all the stars aligned, right? It was like the perfect timing, literally. And it was just, it was unbelievable. So I would say by far, probably the biggest poll I've ever had. And it felt, it almost felt like validating, right? It almost felt like you could finally put the, the stamp of approval on me being a breaker. Because obviously when I started at David Adams, like you mentioned the chase, we, we started with so many other things and all the content and now consistently breaking, I felt like that was, that was the one I needed, right? Like I needed that. I needed that. So it, what a, what an incredible feeling. And I'm definitely milking this thing for, for all it can be. It's uh, it's been, uh, I'm riding the wave. It's been a hell of a, hell of a ride. Awesome. As you should. And I like what you said there. Cause like, you know, I came from like a sports media background, not necessarily a breaker background. So you're right. That first time you get, like, I think the first time I hit like a super fractor, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm here now. This is, this is a big one. At the time, I don't think I quite understood, you know, like, okay, super fractors. Yeah. 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 It's good. Right. Like, I think maybe yeah. hopefully so, you know, it's, you gotta learn things. And uh, no, that's, that's, that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, let me, let me get a little bit. I always like to ask everybody your hobby history. Uh, was this something you were into as a kid? Was it something you got into late? Just give me a background of what you were into, what got you into this world and uh, basically your hobby journey. Now, uh, if, if you need to, do me a favor and do the Chappelle show, the wrap it up beat. If I'm talking too long, <laughs> um, if you need to do that, go no, ahead. I got a but uh, yeah, you need the wrap it up button. <laughs> but it was kind of one of those things where uh, my poor father, God bless him. Um, he's got a ton of 89, 90, 91 junk wax in his basement. Um, so it was things I would see growing up as a kid and, you know, and, and then it was, it was Pokemon and it was Yu-Gi-Oh for me and a little bit of sports cards mixed in. And then that kind of faded. And then I started working at David Adams the first time. This is actually my second stint with the company. My first time I worked in retail, right? So I was on the front lines, if you will, in the trenches at the LCS, you know, with the customers. So they're ripping, I'm learning product. I'm getting the itch. You know, I start ripping a little bit and, you know, I didn't do very well. I was actually way more into signed memorabilia. Um, I have a ton of eight by tens, uh, 16 by twenties, going to autograph signings, even a record collection. I have a ton of vinyl. I have some signed vinyl. So that was primarily where my collecting uh, was in, I guess, my formative years, if you will. But it's been two years since I've been back at David Adams. And I can say that I think to, even though it's not a job, but to get, better at this job and just be part of this whole crazy weird family that is the hobby you know that i love uh i've gotten way more into card collecting now than i ever have and um i absolutely love it man and the other night it was funny i was at my parents house and we went in the basement 
And I felt a lot more appreciation for those junk wax cards and looking at stuff with my dad this time around than when I was younger. So it was a cool full circle moment for sure. That's very cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And we all had that moment, the moment we all got back in this. And you're like, you talk, you call your parents, where are those shoe boxes? Where are those boxes? Exactly. I got I got it. I just I I know there's probably nothing, but I just gotta know if there's something lying in there there's some hidden treasure uh but that's that's awesome that uh it's, you know making that journey uh and coming back here and now here you are uh doing this podcast now three times a week uh with the chase uh and i think the thing i appreciate about what you guys do is you are bringing on i think the biggest names and also giving great exposure to some of the smaller names in this hobby, or, you know, if someone gets a huge poll, you, you feature on the show. If there's maybe sort of a controversial figure, I know you were talking, I know in this, the breaker world, the break cop thing has been a very hot topic, a little bit yeah. of a third rail issue to some folks that I like that you guys embrace that and say, no, let's, let's have this discussion. So uh, what, what kind of goes into when you guys are formulating, what do you want to talk about and, and, and what's what to do? Like, are are you at the point where like nothing is is off limits for you guys yeah i i think you go back to the beginning of this whole thing and it's shifted obviously because at, at the first part it was definitely let's get the biggest names you know we we, we got to get viewers live on twitch we got to get the replays on youtube how are we going to do that let's get the the ken goldens let's get the uh kunal chopras uh the the beckett collectibles the ceo at the time um, and different people like that. But as we started to grow a little bit, got a little bit more of an audience, um, it's kind of just trying to keep the finger on the pulse and see who's who and what's going on out there. But I would say we've gotten to the point where nothing is off limits. I mean, we invite on TCG content creators, um, you know, breakers who may not necessarily have the platform as you know, a Mojo, a Dave and Adams, you know, some other big time breakers, if you will, try to get them on when they get some massive pulls, you know, like we had Valor sports cards who pulled the uh, Tom Brady super fractor, just the base one uh, a, a few weeks ago. I just think I, I love talking to people. I like, as you could tell, I just, I can't stop talking. So if I can do that and actually, you know, put it towards something positive and good, it's like, kills two birds with one stone. This is, you know, this is what you see is what you get. So even off camera, I'd sit here and talk to you all day if you wanted to. I just like yeah. learning about different people and and picking their brains and how they see the hobby, you know, kind of through their eyes. So I love everybody we have on the show and you always get some interesting conversations in, in my opinion and just different things that it makes you look you're like I didn't think of it that way. Or just some great people that you're like, I'm glad we were able to give them an opportunity to come on here and talk because I think more people need to know who this person is because there's some really great people out there that I've gotten to meet in uh, just unfortunately through the Zoom, right? But, you know, when I go to the National Net, we get to link up as well. So it's uh, it's an absolute blast. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about is is, is meeting these folks, like you said, 
I, I think like 90% of my first interactions with folks in this hobby has been like you're seeing exactly right now. But then, yeah. you know, you get to the national, uh, maybe you even throw a party where like uh, some people could sing some karaoke in a competition, have a have a couple of adult beverages. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's something we did last year. And, uh, <laughs> and by the way, you, you knocked it out of the park last year. It was Dang. it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, if there's one thing I pride myself on besides all this we just talked about, it's for sure the karaoke. And uh, oh yeah, I got to tell you, I, I I feel like I need some redemption, Cody. You know, I I had an Arizona Diamondbacks hat on, so that hurt my score with Doug. Joe <laughs> thought I was Joe thought I was eating the mic. I had it way too close. And believe it or not, of all people, Gio was the one who gave me a ten because I was wearing a Winona Judge shirt. So. I'm already thinking about the next competition, totally inviting myself. So fingers crossed I get the call back. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. hundred percent divided. Look, and I and there's been no formal announcement here, but I think it's pretty safe to say that the Mojo crew is gonna be putting on some sort of party. Something with karaoke uh is, is gonna be happening at the national. So you heard it here first. All right, cool. Uh, that yeah, coming soon. Plans coming soon. Uh no, what God, it's February. It's it's not even the Super Bowl. We're we're, we're talking about this. So uh I digress. Uh give me uh your you said you jump into breaking sort of on the second go around uh, with, with DNA really full time uh, as a breaker. What do you enjoy ripping the most uh, is, do you have like a, a particular sport where you are just like, or, or even a product that the moment that drops or the moment that a big product from that sport drops, you are just like itching to rip that thing. Oh man. Good. That's a good question. Cause I feel like there's a lot of answers to it. So for me, um, this opportunity the second time around with Fanatics Live, obviously, cheap plug here on the shirt. We're doing the 10 gimmick. Um, <laughs> but it's been awesome because they trusted me enough to ask me to say, hey, we, we, we'd like you to be the Fanatics Live breaker to start out. And we've built out that team. It's now myself and another guy, Aiden. And Aiden does the late night, who's a fantastic kid too. So um, got to show him all the love and support. But being able to be trusted to be, Hey, we want you to build this thing off, help build this thing off the ground for, for us um, was just an awesome honor to me. And we've just built a, a really good community on there. And I feel like we're, we're starting to get traction. So my, my favorite thing about breaking is definitely the breaker to customer interactions, or maybe they're not customers and they just want to hang out in the chat. Um, if I can, somehow help provide some entertainment and you know let the person escape what they got going on in their real life for i don't know 10 15 minutes an hour two hours whatever it may be um that's what i pride myself on the most because i think that's just a blast just talking to people learning about people we want to talk about the hobby cards you know what we're breaking but if we get into food music you know whatever else is going on i got no problem with that either so that's that part in terms of like product i like it because i obviously try to do a little bit of research um before i open anything that way i sound like i know what i'm talking about but sometimes too i like just being surprised and opening a product and kind of finding out with the chat and having them help me you know what is this guys and we all learn together i feel like and we all grow more knowledgeable so Bowman's best, I think, has been incredible. I know that has been talked about on multiple platforms by multiple people, but it is true. I just feel like the value's been there in breaks. Yeah. I think it's a lot. Of, it, it's fun to rip. It's an easy rip. 
something that I was ripping yesterday that I also think is uh, highly underrated right now is I was ripping some photo Phoenix. I think Phoenix football is a very underrated product. There's a lot of numbered parallels in there. You get three hits per box. And obviously, I know we don't have the Stroud autos. I understand we don't have the young autos. But there's just plenty of other things to chase in there. And obviously, still a solid rookie class with guys like Laporta, Zay Flowers, Anthony Richardson, just to name a few. So I feel like it's funny that I talked about baseball and football. But something I really enjoyed, too, is we're a big hockey community yeah. because here at Dave and Adams, you know, we're out of Buffalo, New York. We're, we're super close to Toronto. We're super close to Canada. So it's definitely a hockey hub. So our channel, we actually get a lot of hockey uh, breaks as well. And it's cool because you get notes from the chatters and the customers that are like, Hey, we don't see a lot of hockey on this app. So it's, it's good to see hockey on the app. So I'll rip hockey all day long, you know, I love talking hockey too. So that's one of those things where, you know, artifacts has been hot. Obviously the cup is everybody's favorite. It's, you know, it's the flawless, it's the NT of the hockey world. So that's always a lot of fun, but you know, I'll, I'll break anything hockey too. I, I love to hear that because, uh, you know, I break it off fanatics live uh, uh, at least once, twice a week. And there have been a few big hockey releases where I'm like, I, I really want to rip this thing. Cause yeah. I, I want it. And now I know why, like, cause it's like, ah, it's, it's just that our audience isn't there because they're all with you guys are ripping all the good the hockey <laughs> stuff with you guys. So, hey, yep. you know, throw a bone and say, Hey, look, my guy, Cody at Mojo wants to rip some hockey. Let them know if you, you know, go, okay. go over there on a Thursday and say, the least hey, I can do. if we, we want to rip some, we want to keep that going. If you guys aren't on to, to bring the hockey, I want to do it. And I, I'm glad you mentioned it because, you know, we don't, uh, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I don't feel like we talk about hockey enough on on this show, but it's it's funny that like this year, one of the biggest stories in this whole hobby has been the lack of rookie autos and, and big chases for CJ Stroud and, mm-hmm. and Bryce Young and in basketball with Wemby. And yet hockey's right there with their own Wemby. They're, you know, be, yeah. he's a once in a generation sort of talent. So I, I want to hear like your pitch. Cause you know, I, I think like the hockey collectors are, they understand what's going on here that they are. This is, this is the guy, this is the next McDavid. This is the next Crosby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the guys who are maybe a little bummed out about basketball and, and football, not having those guys, what would be the pitch to sort of bring them over and say, Hey, hockey's right here. That's a great question. I love that. Thank you. You got, you got me smirking because this is the kind of, this is the kind of questions I love. This is it. Yeah. So for me, uh, if anybody out there is familiar with hockey, uh, I'm going to go on an early little rant here and compare this to 1617 hockey class. Now 1617 hockey class, obviously the big one in that was Austin Matthews. So let's call Austin Matthews, your Connor Bedard in a hobby sense. Obviously, those those two are the massive chases. That's who you want. But if you look at 1617, there ended up being a lot of supporting cast members that were very good in that class. Matthew Kachuk, uh, Braden Point in Tampa, uh, Patrick Lyonet, who's now in Columbus, and um, Matthews' teammate, Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. He had such a good supporting cast in that class that I think that's what could happen to Bedard. You've got guys like Leo Carlson, Logan Cooley in Arizona. You've got um, Adam Fantilli, excuse me, the second overall pick. 
that is, you know, and Leo's playing right now with the Ducks. Fantilli's playing right now with Columbus. So it's not like these guys are sitting in juniors or they're not in the AHL. Cooley's playing with Arizona. All these guys are already playing up. They are in the league. So I think, yes, while you may be disappointed you don't hit a Bedard, if you hit like a Fantilli or Leo Carlson, any of the people that I just named there, I wouldn't be upset at all. And think about it too is, I love the fact that Hawk Upper Deck has the Fleer Skybox stuff. So, of course, one of my favorite release, releases of the year is Metal Universe. So think about the Bedard PMGs, the, the, the uh, Jambalayas, you know, things, things of that nature. And that is the thing that we all know that it's been well documented that Upper Deck has kind of had the production issue side of things with things not releasing. But I tell you right now with this 23-24 stuff, Buckle up because I think the floodgates are going to open and you're going to see a, ro- a lot of your favorite releases. And it's not just young guns, you know, future watch in uh, SPA, the metal, the PMGs that I just mentioned. So I think it's one of those things where, yes, this kid's a unicorn, but upper deck has him, right? So you're going to see the autos. They're going to be in his Blackhawks uniform. But if you get those other guys, don't be upset because I think those are, you know, possibly good investments as well to see, you know, how they unfold later in their career. Yeah, and it's a great way, too, to, like, if you will go in there just knowing, well, I want Bedard, great way to learn about these other guys and to really, you know, like, if it's your very first time ripping hockey or you haven't been in hockey into hockey in a long time, uh, a great way to learn. And I, I agree with you with, with you know, we, we have made it pretty – we've been pretty vocal about the frustration with Upper Deck with, with you know, stuff like 21, 22 – the cup just releasing in the last year you know it's it is what it is uh but i do think they understand what they're sitting on here that there is a real opportunity with all the uncertainty going on with panini versus fanatics that they have their guy and they have got a you know like you said the floodgates should should start opening here pretty soon um and that'll be very very exciting it just fingers crossed could we get the cup uh can we get bedard the cup by i don't know let's say this time next year hopefully maybe they gotta hit the pedal to the metal but let's see it it could happen it could happen hear me out possible dual class though cody just think about it that way too yes Uh, that's you look i've been screaming that on this podcast saying just Dual class and then get to Bedard. Just do it. You know what you've got. You're sitting on a gold mine. So, hey, I, I digress. I want to talk to you about something that uh, we met, we mentioned it uh, when we were kind of talking about what we're going to what, discuss on the show. Um, and I thought it was an interesting topic. I don't know if anyone's really brought it up, but it's been a topic of conversation on our show. But the last year you saw specifically David Adams putting out big bounties for cards the drew jones uh the the mlb debut patches uh these have been something that have been they've been a spark of conversation in this hobby some folks have said do you really need this what's going on is that card really worth that much money blah 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 you know whatever it may be uh what do you personally think of how these how the hobby has responded to these bounties um, because the fact is, look, I'll just I'll just put my my perspective out there. Why why are we complaining about one? It's it's fun, and two, if you get it, that's like it's a life changer. Like it's already a huge card, and then on top of that, that in a life changing moment, uh, you know that I don't I, I don't know. There's no losers to me here. Uh, so what do you think about uh, the response from the hobby on those? 
Uh, if there's one thing I've learned uh, since I've been back at David Adams in the age of social media in this hobby, you're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah. You can try and you can try and you can try. It's not going to work. And that's fine. You know, that's what platforms like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook were built on was, you know, your, uh, your aunt Lori complaining about something and then everybody sounding off in the comments on Facebook. Right. That's just the way it goes. And here's the thing is you coming from a sports media background. I think about it this way. You, like you said, you're generating buzz. So you can comment all the negativity you want, but, uh, hello. Do you realize that you are just generating, uh, generating, excuse me, engagement? You're feeding the beast. If you're you will, feeding the, you're feeding the beast. You're just yeah. generating engagement. I think it's great. It's fun. It's an, a little extra added element to the chase. No pun intended, but literally like, you know, the, these big cards. And like you said, it's life-changing money. And I think about it from the angle too, the stories that come out of it. Now I know it's like, oh, I don't want a breaker to hit this. I don't want a breaker to hit this. But you know what? You don't understand that that card and that money is not going to a breaker. Exactly. It's going to a real person. It's going to a customer. Not that breakers aren't real people, but so if you go on, you know, our YouTube cheap plug, if you go on the David Adams YouTube page, you'll see that the Babe Ruth and the Drew Jones both have very unique stories behind them to the people that we were, you know, fortunate enough to give this money to. The Siler family, you know, their best of Ohio sports cards in, in Dayton, Ohio. They hit the Drew Jones. We got to go down there, drive down there, present them with the, uh, you know, the the large clearinghouse check, but the real checks as well. Um, but it's just a great family story. It's about a family that was driving to a Cincinnati Reds game, literally. They're opening a box, and they hit it. And, you know, you could say what you will, but it does make for great content, but that's life-changing money to them, possibly. Yeah. And then the other gentleman who hit the Babe Ruth Superfactor 101, you know, he has a medical condition that he shared with us. Mm -hmm. um, and we were able to get him on the chase. But, you know, that's money now that he can use because a breaker hit that card for him and they hand delivered to him. We're able to give him that money now and he can use that towards his medical bills or something like that. Yeah. So I think you have to look deeper. I think a lot of people like to look at the surface level, like, Oh, these big companies are just putting out bounties so they could, you know, it, it's much deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that. And I can tell you here too, that I've gone to other LCSs around the area and I've talked to people and people have told me that's awesome what Adam's doing because now people come into my shop and they buy these products looking to hit that card. Yep. So it's not like we're just trying to pump Dave and Adams. Obviously, you know, it's, it's great if you are a customer, it's great if you buy from us, but you can go somewhere else and hit the same card and that bounty is still eligible. So yep. I, I think it does a lot more good, you know, than anything else. I, I think it's fun. And um, I love hearing these stories, you know, like, like I said before. Yeah. Hey, and I can tell you like ripping Bobin, knowing that that Drew Jones uh, bounty was out there. It, it adds, it adds some juice to it. You know, right. everybody feels it. The breaker feels it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the thing about 
uh, oh, you know, the, the all the complaints about the breakers, which, you know, we, we, we've talked about it before. But uh, the funny thing is, though, yeah, even from the outside, I talked to family like, uh, you know, when when Mojo Break hit the big uh, the triple logo ban yes. last year. Yeah, uh, I got questions from family of like, so what do you guys do with that money? I'm like, what money? I mean, the money that, that you know, like the card's not ours. Yeah, it's exactly. the, it's theirs what do you mean what do we do with it we give it to the customer that they and then we say hey whatever you guys want to do with it so uh yeah it, it is funny how it's it, it's you know you can't put a face to the guys who are actually getting the card so we okay. become the face of the guy who got the card but <laughs> exactly it's, it's not how it works in reality trust us it's not how it works Wait, yeah take our word for it Exactly. Uh, a few more minutes with you, Troy. Uh, just want to do kind of a little rapid fire, just the state of the industry in general. Um, specifically, I think the three, the big three, uh, Upper Deck, Panini, and of course, the big the Fanatics. Um, just kind of, uh, we'll start with Upper Deck and then go Panini, up uh, Fanatics. Um, the state of where they're at right now, maybe just a, like a sort of an elevator pitch of where they're at, where you see them uh, going forward. What do you think about the state of upper deck at this moment in time? We talked about it a little bit before mm -hmm. they got their guy. Uh, he's their unicorn. He's their Wemby. Like you said, they signed him. They, they got the deal with him. And uh, I think all these products coming out are going to have this kid. And I think I'm hoping it'll give it a boost. I think, I think hockey needs a nice boost. And I think this kid could be the one to do it because although yes, Connor McDavid was the next one after um, Wayne Gretzky, uh, Connor McDavid's rookies came out in such a different time in the hobby. Yeah. Now we have social media. It's bigger than it was ever was. It was, it's more mainstream than it ever was. So now all eyes are on this kid and, I think Upper Deck is in a good spot with this kid. You know, they're they're about to release a ton of his rookie stuff, so I'll be interested to see how it goes. But I think I think you, you if you're Upper Deck right now, you're playing your hand right with this kid. And hey, you might as well if you if you have him signed, get what you can out of him. You know, don't you don't want to exploit the kid. But obviously, for the collectors out there who are looking for Connor Bedard's, I think you're I think you're in a good spot right now, especially as we had later into the season and into the summer. Yeah, and it certainly softens the blow of losing LeBron, uh, right. which we can get into, uh, to have Bedard there. Panini, uh, they lose another license in the last week. We know UFC is now back with tops. Uh, I know there's been some uncertainty with WWE. At some point, they're out. NBA, NFL, all that. Uh, where are we at with Panini? Are they? It, it, and yet at the same time, they're now sponsoring an all-star game event. So it's like, they're clearly showing like, we're not going anywhere right now. We're here to stay at least until these things run out. Yeah. And I think that's it. I feel like they're just, they're grinding and they're, they're fighting that uphill battle to the best of their abilities. They're doing what they can, because you know, something I think is interesting is they're definitely not just laying down and taking it because who did they sign? They signed Milton. They signed Joe Milton. Right. So they're making moves like that, too. Obviously, Arch Manning right now is a Panini-exclusive athlete. So that's one of those things where they're definitely trying to play a little chess and, and put the pieces in place where they're still getting these athletes. Like, you want to play ball? All right, we'll, we'll sign the athletes. Here, here you go. And as for the WWE thing, you know, I know that's been 
a very big back and forth. It's been tough. Um, but Panini, you know, being able to get it done. And now we have a street date for uh, Donruss Elite. And then I know actually a lot of wrestlers have been sharing on their Instagram story, which looked like they were signing uh, the impeccable cards. So at least, you know, we can fill that void that seems to have been empty for a little bit with wrestling, probably with Donruss and hopefully um, impeccable. And then, of course, they had an immaculate last year. I don't know where that's at. But uh, like I said, I think they're just they're dogfighting right now, but they're they're showing they're showing heart and grit that they're not going to they're not just going to lie down. Yeah, that it's it's been it's nice to see, like, you know, because I don't I don't think anybody wants the big M word to dominate this hobby. Fanatics is the next thing we'll talk about. <laughs> final thing we'll talk about. Uh, they are, for lack of a better term, they're a behemoth right now. And yeah. uh, they are. I think there's been a ton of great stuff they've done. I think there's been some things that are valid of complaining about. Uh, specifically, I think the the one thing that I think that we've noticed that fo- that that collectors have noticed is there is some co- some quality control issues out there um when you are taking on an enterprise of this size this quickly that's going to happen uh but just your overall feelings about the the job fanatics has done here in the first now gosh we're getting on almost two years here yeah. about a year and a half uh, of fanatics in the hobby yeah uh juggernaut is the word i would use too i know you said behemoth i think juggernaut's another good one yeah oh, open that thesaurus just you know what other well you got see what you can find but it, it's interesting that you said almost two years of full takeover so it's kind of like i've been back as long as they've been in the driver's seat true, true. So i've kind of watched it grow and expand and the one thing that i think they're doing extremely well the marketing I think the marketing has yeah. been unbelievable. And I guess that's the kind of stuff that catches my eye from my background and kind of where I come from is the presentation. I mean, you talk about Wemby meeting him in San, in San Antonio and having the opportunity to meet him or possibly get the first ever inscription. I thought that was brilliant. The Tom Brady stuff, say what you will about it. We get it. We know his face was Photoshopped on Darren Fletcher. Who cares? What is the hobby? It's fun, right? It's a fun fantasy thing. It's a hobby. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if you're just dreaming up these dream scenarios, I think it's incredible. And they did the video with Pedro, Larry Walker, and Vlad Guerrero Sr. I thought it was brilliant. I it just thought it, it like everything surrounding that was unbelievable. And the ideas that are going to the drawing board that they are coming back with and actually, um, you know, doing in products like i probably haven't said it on the record but you know there's been times in my head where i'm like i would love to see a matt holiday jackson holiday duel like why don't we why don't we have that yet and not to beat it like a dead horse but in walks bowman's best Mm -hmm. there we go we got the family tree autos now i know there's been some issue there but i think the tree the the picture the design of the card too with like kind of the branches great the idea behind it is very cool. So, yeah. and you know, they're about to head into the event space. So obviously they're in the driver's seat. They got the pedal. They ain't looking in the rear view mirror. They're going to keep going forward and it's, it's working, you know, while, while some people may say, well, yeah, there's this and that people are still buying. It's, yeah. it's still very big. Baseball is very big, even in the off season right now with things like Bowman's best. 
Yeah, huge. And hey, we're just a week away from series one, and I'm I'm excited yeah. to see what commercials they're going to do. Or are they going to have Ellie De La Cruz doing something bizarre or whatever? But uh, whatever it is, uh, yeah, I- I'm all set for that because you're right. The marketing has been just like it- it's been a home run. It- it's right. been huge. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, good on them. And uh, I like what you said. I- I- I'm glad you mentioned the event thing. That's really, I think, the most intriguing thing for me yeah this year we've seen the stuff with the cards it's really the last piece of the puzzle here of what can you bring that is different can you can you do a national two essentially um that's that's i think what they have at least planned and and want to do uh would be very very curious to to see what that does what they do with that uh hey troy i won't take up more of your time uh but i do appreciate you coming on and hey i I actually want to say one more thing is i appreciate uh i know you were on with our good friends over with mike geo on sports card nonsense recently uh you guys us one thing we all got in common on these podcasts is podcast sports card podcast brotherhood you know and just like any good podcast is uh you start out with about 10 to 15 minutes that has nothing to do at all sometimes with the hobby <laughs> just absolute nonsense non-sequiturs oh, yeah. so anytime i get a little like come on guys can we can we can we can we start talking about some wax or something i'll just be like hey look guys over at the chase that's scn doing the same thing as us well this is what this is what we do yes. we, you know it's what it's about having a podcast yes elena and i are so off the rails but we we love it right we we rein it back in but uh yeah those first few minutes of the pot are usually a lot exactly. of fun exactly you just got to warm up you know start, start get some giggles out and then you can then you can have some serious conversations exactly. so, uh troy really appreciate you and uh let the folks know where could they find you social media and the chase yeah please uh first and foremost Follow us across all social media platforms at DA Card World. That's your Instagram, your Twitter, your I, I still call it Twitter, even though it's X. Um, and all other platforms like that. We are live on Twitch three days a week, like Cody said in the beginning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern start time. I know it's early for you West Coasters. Twitch.tv slash DA Card World. And then of course the chase. You can follow us at DA underscore the chase across all social media platforms as well. And last but not least. If you want, I do have my own personal uh, accounts for Instagram and Twitter. That's DA underscore casual Troy. And make sure to check us out on Fanatics Live and Twitch. We're doing breaking Monday through Fridays all over the place. There you go. Charlie Castro, DA The Chase. Go watch, go listen, and uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Absolute blast. Thank you. All right, guys, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Make sure you guys follow Casual Troy on Instagram. He's also on X. Those guys are doing great things. Very uh, uh, awesome show they do every week called The Chase. Uh, he's doing breaks. He just pulled a Brock Purdy 101, which is crazy, out of Flawless. So make sure you follow him. And uh, stay tuned next week for the next hype where I'm going to don my Super Bowl gear, my Super Bowl winning gear on the show and we'll be discussing you know brock purdy cards to the moon so we'll see you guys next week on the hype